Bigger Talks, Bigger Talks. Back again, another IG Live edition. We're talking about manifestation. And I have my guest coming on, Kathleen Cameron. She's a wealth creation coach. She's amazing. Um, her company does eight figures every year. She's phenomenal. And she's going to teach us how to manifest the things we truly want and desire the easy way. Um, she's smart. She's intelligent. She even gave me a lot of game over the last few weeks uh, with us being in contact. So brace yourself. It's going down. Kathleen Cameron. Come on on here soon. Is she there? Are you there? Oh, Hello. how are you? There she is. What's going on? How are I you? Never go, I never go live over here. It's so weird. It's all right. We're here. We in the vortex. You're in Toronto. I'm in LA. So it's 6 so p.m. your time, 3 p.m. here. Thank you for being available. Thank you for sharing space and energy. Oh and uh, can you just introduce yourself to the audience? Because I've been amazed in the conversations we've been held and you're so dialed in, you're so tuned into your, your higher self. So if you could just take the mic and I'll give it over to you. Oh my gosh. You know, uh, I'm a mom of two. I was a registered nurse for 12 years. Yeah. Uh, and I live just outside of Toronto. So I'm about an hour outside of Toronto. So not right downtown, but I go there often. Um, and I actually started studying uh, Law of Attraction, Power of the Mind, in September of 2019, so it's been three years, and uh, I fell in love with it, and I share it just like you share it. I know you're always constantly sharing this stuff, and I decided, like, one day I had this thought, like, what if I could create a career out of this, where, like, all day long I study, I teach, I, you know, I grow and become a better version of myself to then help other people become better and um it just came to me like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna become a coach and so i started my career as a consultant with bob proctor so one of his coaches um, yeah one of the greatest teachers of all time in human growth and potential and um you know my career just flew uh flew up working with him and working with him probably probably a year and a half ago now like all my own courses all my own programs and I teach manifestation the Kathleen Cameron way I love it well, well thank you for that beautiful uh, intro so let's get right into it you know what is the truth about manifestation uh, and what should people know before they manifest anything they want uh oh it's my friend Bad connection. <laughs> Are we back? Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Okay. What was the question? I was saying, what is the truth about manifestation and what should people know about it before they try to manifest anything? Oh, I love this. So most people want to know how to bring something into their physical world. They want to know what do I need to do? What are the steps that I need to take? But that is actually like the third step in the manifestation process. The first step is to actually ask yourself, who do I need to be in order to bring that thing into my world? So, who do I need to be? Uh, you know, if you want, yeah, 
Yeah, if you want a bigger house, if you want to travel to more expensive, luxurious resorts, if you want a business that doubles or triples, then you need to be a different version of yourself than you are with the results you have today. And of yeah. course, I am such a like effortless way type of girl. I wanna do things like, I wanna take one step, I don't wanna take three. So for me, it's not actually becoming a new version of me. It's to come through, you know? So all of my confidence to come through and all of my strength to come through. And, um, and then I myself uh, while elevating my human experience. Right. And so you said the first thing, you got to know who you want to be, right? Or who you want to become. That's a self-concept. What is your self-concept of yourself? Yeah. Well, I think even before that, Eric, I'll back you up even one. I think self-awareness is first. Okay. I like that. Yeah, because if you don't know who you are, what is what are your strengths? What do you want to work on? What are those parts of you? Like, how do you know what to change? Ah, great question. Self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's buffering. Um, so self-awareness, self-concept. So awareness is key. I always say that. If you're not aware... You know, then like, how do you know what you don't know how to do? So you got self-awareness, uh, self-concept, and who you need to become. So what is, say, for instance, I want to attract my ideal partner. How would a person go about that from a manifestation uh, perspective? Okay, I missed the one part because you're cutting, you're cutting out a little bit. What are we yeah, manifesting? Is it me or is it you? <laughs> can you hear me? Yours is a little, I don't know. Can you hear me? Yes. Got it. So I said, if I wanted to manifest and attract my ideal partner, how would that, how, what would that look like and how would I do that from a manifestation uh, perspective? Oh, that's so good. So, the first thing that you want to you want to decide is like who is my ideal partner, like what is them that I am like attracted to. Is it somebody that has their own career? Is it somebody that you know wants to travel a lot, or somebody that's a bit more of a homebody? Like what is it you're looking for? And yes. also, not a lot of people will do this. I actually recommend people to write out what their ideal relationship is. Because you might find the perfect person. Yeah, you might find the person that meets what you write down. Like, he's this tall and he has this job and all these things. But your connection isn't there. Or you guys don't get along. And so, to me, it's, you know, who is the person? But then what is the relationship like? And then you've got to do the internal work. Because we attract based on who we are. So, if you're somebody that doesn't want drama but you cause a lot of drama. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, the most common one, you know, I know a lot of people don't cause drama on purpose, but the most common one is lack of confidence. You know, like if you want a really confident partner, but you're not confident, it doesn't match up. 
Can we say that again? So the question is, why is it as individuals, why is it that we want things we don't embody ourselves? Like I want someone to love me, but I don't love myself. I want to be successful, but I'm not mm. successful in my mind and my body on how I feel. Why is that you think? You know, the beautiful thing is what, I, what I've learned over the past three years is that we absolutely, whatever it is that you see in somebody else is in you or you wouldn't. So if I see somebody that is really confident or really powerful or they have a lot of fun or they live in a lot of gratitude or maybe they're really driven and I don't feel that driven. You know, when you see that in somebody and you think I would love to be like that. Um, all you actually have to do is see that you're already that. Sometimes what happens is, is we want to be around people mm. that help us feel that way. You know, so I'm going to go hang around with confident people because it makes me feel confident. But the real work is actually not getting it from the outside, but building it from the inside. So like pay attention to how confident you are in your life in all of the ways. And it will all start to build and the next thing you know you're like i am confident like what am i talking about right and so that's a great i mean because i'm big on osmosis right who you surround yourself with you'll become it's just energy you're sharing energy oh, yeah. you're sharing space thoughts what are energy <laughs> how does one become confident what are the what is the details what is what is the routine how do you become confident as a human being? Like, what do you think that looks like for some, someone listening right now? Like, I, I have confident friends and people, but I still don't feel it, but I want to become it. How do I become that? What is, is it some steps or phases I must go through to get that? You know, confidence was a really big thing because I didn't think that I was confident and I would have said that I was shy or self-conscious or had low self-esteem. And so what ended up happening was, is I was like listening to what other people would say about me. And I was taking that suggestion as truth. And mm. the more suggestions that we hear, the more we will believe something, both suggestion from others, but self-suggestion. So, you know, in my book, Becoming the One, which is how you and I got connected, you read it. Um, yeah. I literally talk about how I, I don't know if I even have one either. Um, I, I talk about how I started suggesting things to myself and not paying attention to what other people would say. And so my voice became louder in my like, well, you're confident as a nurse. So why do you think you're not confident? And you're confident as a mother. So why do you think you're not confident? And like, I just, to really expand. Then I also found other very confident women, um, not just like the coaching space, but just in life in general, uh, confident women that were in plus size bodies. And I found them and I said that I uh, looked up to, so to speak. And I started taking those things for myself. So it was like, well, you're comfortable to wear lots of color. And I, I wear all black and here I am in black. But I started wearing so much more color now because 
I wanted to take on some of those characteristics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you, you, you basically embody, you know, you took the, the details of these people and started adding them to your life. I think when I think about confidence, I think about, if I think about who is confident, who's a confident male, I would say Tony Robbins. How does he show up, right? Like, he shows up authentic, he's uh, willing, he's persistent, uh, he's holding himself to a higher standard. And I'm looking at all these intangible traits because the Tony Robbins, the Bob Proctors, right? Uh, Zig Ziglar's and uh, uh, Jim Rohn's, these guys were my mentors when I, was, when I came to LA. They were my virtual mentors to teach me how to become successful, uh, what it looks like, what it feels like to be success. What do I need to do? What are the steps? So meditation, yeah. uh, motivational speeches and videos, reading books, and just it's reps, reps and steps. I always tell people, repetition is the mother of skill. The more you do it, eventually you'll become it. So we got that. So ladies, fellas, you want to attract the love. You got to understand, first of all, you got to be aware, right? You got to understand like, okay, who is your ideal mate? What do they look like? Write it down on paper, as Kathleen said, be detailed, uh, get it out, and then start. Yeah. See, you can attract it, but you don't want to attract drama, right? <laughs> so you got to do some no. internal searching. We don't want the drama. Soul searching to see who you are. Um, and yeah, that, that's important. But I really want to talk about wealth creation and money because I think everybody loves money. You even have a lot of it. You have some of it or not enough of it. So what frequency do we need to be on on a consistent basis to have that wealth creation or to have the money continuously flow into our vortex, into our life, into yeah. our bank account, and just have that law of circulation going in and out of our paradigm and in our, our livelihood. How do we get that? What's this? Can you help us, please? Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I, I, love, I, I love talking about manifesting money. And the reason I love talking about it is because the yeah. people that have the most money are comfortable discussing it. The people that don't have it, they don't want to talk about it. They Ooh, don't want to look at hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Say that again, please. Say that again, please. The, the people, people with that, money, what? The people that have money are the ones that are comfortable talking about it. It's the ones that don't have it, that don't want to talk about it, that don't want to look at their bank accounts, that don't look at the bills, etc. Yesterday, I did a TV interview and right as the interview started he said just so you know we can't talk about manifesting money the network doesn't want it and I was like okay but it was interesting because it's like we don't want to talk about how you can bring more money into your life why not like it didn't make any sense to me so I'm so glad that I'm on here now and I get to talk about it but um Money is a spiritual idea. Money is something that was created and it was created by us. It was created by humans. But if you actually just take the physical money aside, and I don't, I don't carry cash very often anymore, so it's easier for me to understand this concept, but like, think about an e-transfer. It literally goes from my bank to your bank and nobody, that's, what money is it's an energetic exchange one thing for another thing and so you know before money people used to exchange services or they would exchange goods 
you know, I would, you know, do something for you around your house and you would give me a loaf of bread for it. You know, like, I mean, it's, it's all the same type of thing. So, um, understanding that then we can understand that the law of compensation means that in order for you to make more money you need to be providing more service you need to be helping more people you need to be making a bigger impact or creating more value so some people think manifesting money is writing out on a piece of paper a thousand times that you have this amount of money um and so have absolutely seen that i have manifested sums of money myself that I think, um, okay, I didn't do anything for that. Thank you very much. But for the most part, it's an energetic exchange. And so I know my expression of my energy brings me in more money, but it also is dependent upon the vibration that you're in and specifically the frequency of vibration that you're in. And so uh, I love uh, Bob Proctor, my mentor, who I originally learned from, he used to talk about it like a radio station. You, you can't be tuned into the $10 radio station and want a thousand dollars. Like if you're thinking about having no money, it's hard to make money. I'm poor. I can't afford it. And that's the vibration you're in match to the thousand dollars. And so if you want to bring more money to you through your goods, your service, your value, then you need to start thinking abundance and prosperity. You need to be thinking about that there's more money around than you could even do anything with. I teach a program, Eric, called Wealth From Within. It's eight weeks. So, I mean, we can't really talk all about it tonight. But I actually talk about water as a comparison to money. So when I fill up my glass of water, I drink it until it's gone, knowing I can fill it right back up. Ah. But we don't do that. We don't do that with money. Yeah. (laughs) So with money, we we get close and we get nervous and we stop spending and we keep it and we put the glass of water aside and say, well, I'm going to save this for later. And we're in this tight. So, you know, this wealth creation game, it has a lot to do with the vibration you're in. The perspective, like if you feel abundant, if you feel prosperous, and then it really, really does have a lot to do with your ability to be okay with financial flux. Uh, Not a lot of people are okay with that. Yeah, and and I always say your energy, right? Your energy is your currency. How you feel, what you think, what you believe holds the energy source within you. So I know from experience, my energy is my money. When I'm... Hey, what's going on? How you feeling? I'm giving energy and I'm feeling great and I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting what I want. More things come. But when I'm thinking like what's not happening or what I don't have, I actually push things away. So to go back to your first point with the relationship, I also think in money, you have to be self-aware of the body you live in, your nervous system, right? Some people can get a bunch of money and then lose it tomorrow because their body, their nervous system doesn't know how to keep it because it's uncomfortable. Or you have a money wound from when you were young. Whatever your relationship with story, your money story is, is what your relationship is as of today. So it's so much to unpack when it comes to money. I think the number one thing is being comfortable, understanding what you said, having it in in flowing. Like it's the law of circulation. I can't if I have if I have a thousand dollars, and you need five hundred, and then I think. And I think, okay, I'm only going to have 500 less left. 
and I'm going like this, and I give you my money, then my money is sad money. My money's not happening. Mm -hmm. But then if I change my energy, say, you need 500? Hey, here's 500. But by the way, you're going to invest the money, and you're probably going to make 5,000. But if I'm in this fear, right, I probably miss out on the fact that you told me that I'm going to invest your money and I'm going to make money because I'm so in this scarcity mindset that I only have $1,000. I can't make more, so I just hoard it. But nothing can come in if we're holding it. Like, it's just totally. if, if you're not opening yourself up to get a hug, how can you receive the love? You know? So I think it's, people just got to shift their thinking and their mind when it comes to money and being open to a new perspective so they can have it flow into their life and they can have the things they want and need. But I always feel like money is really held down nervous. Can you hear me? Oh, you're, yeah, you're just cutting out a little bit for me. Can I say one more thing about, um, about money too? Yes. Um, yes. You know, everybody thinks they want money. And so it's like, I want more money. I want more money. But you actually don't want money because money in and its own, you know, if you don't do anything with it, it's nothing. Is it? Who cares? What you actually want is what the money will give you. So some people, you know, they say time freedom, financial freedom. I love, I heard uh, from Robert Russell. He says that, you know, everybody wants to be prosperous. You want to live a prosperous life. And what does it mean to be prosperous? You feel prosperous when you spend your money. Wow. So it's, wow. it's something that you, you want to spend it. So, wow. so people are like, I want money. I want money. I want money. But then they don't want to spend the money. Once they get the money, you can't, you got to say, thank you very much for the money and then spend the money. And it's in that circulation. And I always see myself too, that I am a vessel with which money comes to and through. You know, and that really helps have in this moment uh, and really allow it to go through me. And the belief that always more money will come is a very beautiful belief to hold because no matter what happens, it's always this sense of faith and this knowing that more money always comes. Yeah, I love that fact that you said that you have to spin it to feel prosperous to get it back. I had a friend tell me years ago, he said, Eric, you have to spend your money with gratitude. But when you're spending more money, you're yeah. telling the universe you want more. So I'll give you a story. 2016, I was moving from a one bedroom from roommate to a, a studio apartment here in LA. And you know, LA is it's a nice price. So the studio apartment was $18.50. Mind you, I was paying $6.50 before, right? Spent $6.50. Then I went to 1850. It's 2016. At the time, yeah. I'm doing Uber. I'm personal training. I'm selling water machines. I'm like, it just don't make sense. Oh, this is stupid. Why would I spend this money? The funny thing is, prior to that unit at 1850, I found a spot for 1275. Mm. I didn't. So when I applied to get it, I didn't get it. I'm like, okay. So I go to the 1850. I think it's dumb. It doesn't make sense. I submit. My boy's like, you got to do it. E. Come on. You got to do it. So I submit the application. The lady come back and say, oh, Mr. Bigger, you got approved. I'm like, what? Huh? So in that moment, I knew the universe was talking to me. Yeah, you deserve yeah. more, young man. 
Mind you, the rent is almost 2000 once I pay all my utilities and everything else, right? Yeah. And I don't know if I can make that every month, at least in my mind and my body. Six months after I move in, I get the bachelorette. The show comes. I attracted the oh. opportunity to be on the show because I'm in this different vibration. I'm spending more money. That's so good. And then I go on the show for three months. So it was like, had I not make that decision, I wouldn't attract that opportunity because I wouldn't have been in the vibration or the frequency to receive yeah. that. So always you tell people, match. wouldn't have been a match. You gotta, you gotta take the chance so you can advance. Spend the money. You'll get it right back. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. That's a, story of, that's a story of my life now, truly, yeah. uh, with everything. I, I nurtured this belief in myself that, like, the more money I spend, the more money I make. Yeah. And uh, it's been a belief that has served me very well. In the moments where you're about um, a purchase, it doesn't fully come back. It'll come back, like, 75%. Mm -hmm. That's and good. Uh-huh. So good. I don't know if you've read the book, The Having by, I, I don't think I'm going to say her name right. Sook Yun Lee, I think it's called I The Having. Yeah. Um, she talks about green light and red light spending. And what I love so much about that is like, if you're about to buy something and you're like, Ooh, I'm stressed about this. What's the return policy? I don't know. Oh, this might be too much for me. You know, that's a red light. Don't buy it. But if you're there and you're like, okay, this is a stretch, but I really want it. Oh, should I get it? And then it's like, but I would really, really love it. Okay, I'm going to get it. That's a, that is a green light. And so the energy that you actually are in when you make a purchase determines the outcome after the purchase. So the feeling of having money is the feeling that you always want to be in when you spend. But when, you, when you're asking about the return policy and you're in a state of fear, you don't feel like you have it. You're afraid to spend it. So that's a, a, a fun little trick that a lot of me and my clients use. Yeah, and it's uh, Ken Honda from Japan. Uh, he talks about happy money and sad money. He's like, your money is happy and you're spending it with gratitude. You're happy, you're thankful, sad, you don't want to let it go. It's kind of like, ah. like you said, the money never returned the same way you gave it. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I, I look at it as money EQ, your emotional response and relationship to money. Because if you lose a million dollars a day, depending on who you are, you might be down, your body language off, your energy, you're shrinking your energy. But if you say, look, I just spent a million dollars, I just invested this money, it's going to come back. I know it is. Yeah. All right, whatever you say. No, I believe it and I know it. It's a different energy. Totally. So I always tell people, be certain when it comes to money. Be certain when it comes to love. And be certain when it comes to your passions. And I think we don't have enough information. And I think that's why we have someone like you who helps people turn their life around from a you know mental and psychological space, how to get there. And it's all information that we lack, right. that we need. Mm -hmm. um, what yeah, do you think? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to point out one thing because I know what people are thinking when we talk about this. The next question is going to be, so how do you get into a feeling of abundance? Uh -oh. And how do you get happier about spending money when you don't have a lot? And that question always comes up to me. And you don't need, a, you don't need money to feel abundant. Okay. So you can feel abundant just in general. 
So you can actually like go to a yeah. really, really expensive, rich community, see all these like Rolls Royces and Bentleys and all this and these big mansions and look at how much abundance is available. You can go to Las Vegas. I love going to Las Vegas because that entire town was a complete manifestation of the desert up. And it is literally money passing through the machines constantly. Can you even fathom how much money is actually going through all of those casinos and that small space? It's not very big, Vegas. And uh, like, so to me, it's yeah. like, you can feel that way. The other thing that I always recommend too, is like, instead of buying like a Dunkin' Donuts and I'm using, I'm saying the American version instead of Canadian, instead of buying Dunkin' Donuts in like a plastic cup, Go to a five-star hotel and order a coffee. It's probably going to be an extra two bucks, but you get a beautiful glass, beautiful environment, white tablecloths, and the experience that you have with your coffee is elevated in such a big way. So these are just like little tricks that I, that I teach and I, I could go on, but they just help you to tap into that energy of abundance and luxury without having the money to do it, which you'll get the money. Yeah, it's a feeling <laughs> I always say, he, he or she who feels it knows it, and then you're attracted. And if people can just focus on how they want to feel, then everything they want will just come to them, and they don't have to put so much energy and effort to get it. You know, like the 3D. Talk about the 3D reality. I do, I get. I work, I get. But there's also a place of working on the internal to manifest it, like you said, and that's really focusing on your energy and being aware of uh, how to do that. So the thing, so as, as of now in your life, what is, what is one of your manifestation goals that you have and what is something you're working on as an individual to get over to change? Oh my, this is, wow, this is a complex question. <laughs> this is really fun. Uh, okay. Today I taught. Um, I have a program called Millionaire and I taught uh, the students today. And one of the things that I taught them was this little thing as I say, oh no, my human is out. And I'm aware when my human is speaking, it's my spirit or my awareness is speaking. So it's when I'm coming from a higher level of okay. consciousness versus what I say is the humanism, which is like the personal mind. So when I'm taking something personal, when I'm judging myself, when I'm judging others, when I'm judging my circumstances, uh, you know, there's things that happen and you get an emotional response to it, you react to it. And the reaction might not be how you actually want to react, but how you're programmed to react. And so what I will say is like, okay, here's my human. And then it allows me to say, do I want my human to continue with this? And the answer is no, I, I would actually like to respond this way instead. I don't want to feel that. Why do I feel that? Because I'm used to feeling that. Mm. And so I can, I can change. So this is like the emotional regulation part of manifestation. But what does this mean for my manifestations? Well, I desire to, um, you know, Diamond Academy, my uh, fourth dimensional reality right now is that Diamond Academy is a $100 million company. Um, currently in the 3D physical world, we've done 20 million. So we're not, but 100 million is soon, uh, the 3D world very, very soon. In order for that to happen, Kathleen has to go from being 20 million Kathleen to 100 million Kathleen. 
there is different parts of me that will shift and become and expand into. And one of those things is my judgments. One of those things is my personal mind. The more that I react, the more I take things personal, the more I get my feelings hurt, the more that I, um, you know, uh, be uh, not so confident or have fears or worries or doubts, the less that I'm going to allow myself to accept as that version of her. So in order for me to have the $100 million company, and um, I really want a home on the ocean, that's my, you know, a second home on the ocean. I have a home here, but I want a home on the ocean. And in order for me to have that experience now, it's my own growth that will bring it into the th physical 3D world. Yeah, and, and it's powerful because judgments, you know, become perception and perception becomes reality. So if, mm. if someone sent me something like, oh, I think you're incredible. Okay, thank you. And then I see a comment and say, oh, you're the worst person ever. I get to choose emotional regulation on where I want to feel, how I want to think based on my perception of each thing, right? Oh, this is good. That is bad. But more importantly, most people will go to the bad thing because it's like, oh, I got to protect myself. Am I really that bad? And we just, five minutes ago, someone because for some reason that gets more of our energy. But like you said, emotional regulation, discipline and emotions to keep yourself neutral at times when you're in the process of manifesting the things you want, you deserve, and you know you should have. And it's not what we get out of life, it's what we become. And what we become is who we are by the decisions and the judgments we make every day. And I think it's important, like you said, that's, yeah. I think that alone, that serves like 60% of the problems we have. Because if you think about it, we don't have problems. We just have circumstances. There's no problems in the world. We totally. make them problems based on the meaning we give it. So... Totally. You know, you know what I say actually sometimes too, what I will say sometimes too, Eric, is I will say that there is, there's some sort of a story, you know, and it's like, I don't know what the story is, you know, you know, people will leave your life and you're like, you're, you're sitting there wondering what happened. There is some story going on within yeah. their mind that you're not privy to <laughs> and you don't need to know it's okay. Yeah. And it's the same thing about the yeah. stories we tell ourselves, right? You know, whatever the story is will determine the outcome. So let's modify the story a little bit. Is it really that bad? Is it really something that should be or that you do want influencing you negatively in this way? Body image in my past. And, you know, the story that I told myself about the way I looked was what caused my life to be the way that it was, not the way my body looked. It was the meaning I gave it. So it's never the thing, but it's right. the way you perceive yeah. the thing. Yeah. And that allows you to just like detach. Like if you literally just observed a situation without giving it any judgment, uh, you know, life would be a little simpler. That's for sure. For sure. And it's, you're right. Cause we, if you, if we are aware that we choose our feelings, based on information, experiences, and the things we hold in our body and mind, our belief systems, then mm -hmm. we have more power over our decisions if we know we're the one choosing it. Like if I'm on, if I'm dating someone and I'm like head over heels and infatuated, like, oh my God, like I love this person. But for all I know, this person could really be a bad person, but not to me. 
I love him. Oh my God. Like, you know, I'm in this phase, right? When I'm dating and I'm loving them and I'm treating them. And then six months go by and I'm like, oh, this person is not really as great as I thought they were. So, but whatever caught my attention or attraction, that's what I was living from. I was living from that vibration, that paradigm. And it, I was choosing it. It wasn't, it, maybe it was choosing me, but I accepted whatever, whatever that was. And watching, hear, hear me out. You have power over your thoughts and you have power over your emotions and your feelings. If you just can be aware that you're in control of it all. Totally. Because I was thinking about this uh, probably a few weeks ago. Somebody told me that they wanted to manifest a certain person. Like they wanted this one person to love them back. You know, like they're not looking for like, uh, like the, their ideal man, but like this man with this name. I want him and I want him to want me. And I thought, okay, I think that's making things a little bit harder than you really need to, but why this man? And as it turned out, you know, I, yeah. I digged a little bit deeper and she had fallen in love with him. And I said, well, okay, how many dates did you go on? Well, none. And you know, okay, you didn't go on any, any dates? No. Was there any romantic connection? No. And like, we dug deeper and I said, can you tell me what's been going on in here? Mm. Started telling me that she dreams about him every single night. And she dreams about their, their relationship and she dreams about, so she literally wow. fell in love with what she was putting in her imagination. Wow. Right? That's deep. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, so then I got a real question then. Does that mean she's yeah. going to manifest this person? Are they going to fall in love? What did you think with all that work? I think it, I think it can be very influential work. I do by my experience alone and what I teach. When you go in your imagination and you experience something over and over and over and over and over again, you convince the subconscious mind so you behave in a way. However, there is this thing called free will that each and every one of us have. I have free will, you have free will, my kids have free will. So what that means is is that even if I'm visualizing manifesting a certain person they still have the free will to choose who they want to date back you know you're not going to cast a spell and convince him you're amazing he's got to <laughs> do that <laughs> maybe, maybe if you're really charismatic but yeah. but honestly essentially he does have choice and um the other thing that's a bit tricky is the what she's been visualizing about this man the dreams and the dream life and the dream experiences might not even be him. You know, like she's visualizing, what I mean is like she's visualizing a man that's like romantic and loving and you know what I mean? And like, he might not actually be that way. He might be somebody that's not very touchy feely or maybe he's not very in love with one another at the same time and not like one in their head first, you know? Yeah. That, that's powerful. I think we were talking uh, offline maybe two weeks ago. Uh, can you kind of like explain to the audience the frequency of money and love? I think you were saying like money and love were like on the same frequency. I forgot what, how you said it. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah, so, you know, I don't know where I read it. 
Um, but you can look at the frequency, like you can look at the different charts that talk about the different frequencies and, you know, the diff up to enlightenment, which is really beautiful. And love is up at the top. And then a lot of the studies that I've done on wealth creation and money and the vibration and the frequencies all talk about that money and the receipt of money and, and the feeling of having money is very, very close to the energetic frequency of love. Um, remember that love is an emotion that we hold. Money is not an emotion. Money is an experience. Yeah. It's an energetic exchange. Now, we will have an emotion paired with the receipt of money, which is maybe love, yeah. right? When you love money, hey. you're open to receive it. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you love yeah. money and not in a, not in a, I'm going to use it and abuse it way. But literally, I'm so grateful for it. I love it. I would love more of it. I'm open to receive. Thank you very much. It's a beautiful place to be in. And so then I started thinking about, okay, so instead of thinking about necessarily money as much, why don't I just be love? Why don't I just mm. focus on being in the emotion of love all day long? And I know we want to give our love away. I know we want to say, I love you and I love you and I love you and I love you. And you want to express it when you say it. But what you're saying is, I feel the emotion of love when I'm with you. Right? Like, it's, it's not something we actually, like, give away. It, it's an experience that we have with, with people. And so for me, it's like, how can I experience more love every single day? Love for myself, love for my life love for like the magnificent world that we live in like we should be in awe of it every single day and then how can i express yeah. my emotion of love to people so i'm talking to you right now and i'm feeling an overwhelming amount of love thank you so much for being there for me like i'm so grateful that being in that energy puts you on the frequency of, of wealth because they're they're tied they're connected they're they're a similar vibration Going back to like emotions and energy, emotional intelligence, regulating that emotion, having that experience of love and money, putting it together, feeling good, feeling deserving and worthy and enough, and you just fall right into then what happens, what I believe, when you get in that space in a consistent way, you're not even thinking about a dollar amount. You're just so happy and fulfilled. Money just keep coming in. You might get 5000 over here. 10,000, 50,000, 100,000, 2,000. Hey, what's going on? 2,500, going once, going twice. It's just stuff flowing in because you're in that flow, right? That's that circulation of money just pouring in because you're happy, you're grateful, and you're open to it, and you just enjoy it. And then being in that energy. So before we leave, I really want to talk about if because I know everybody wants to make more money. Everybody wants more love. Everybody wants to be, have a meaningful life and relationship. Mm -hmm. But how do we as individuals stay in this frequency, Kathleen, of love, abundance, of fulfillment, success, happiness? What is the steps to stay in a consistent frequency? Because we talked about before the waves of life, right? And regulating those emotional waves. What is the steps that, or what are some steps people can do to kind of stay in that, you know, that consistent wave of good energy? Yeah. Oh, I think it's important um, that we first mention, you know, the waves of life. This is the law of rhythm. Everything goes up and down. So your mood's always going to go up and down. Your vibration is always going to go up and down. And that's expected and that is okay. And nobody 
needs to be trying to be high vibe, jumping around, super crazy, ecstatic, positive, if they really don't want to be, okay? So that's like my first thing. Um, yeah. but the second thing then is, is to know in yourself, when you feel your best, when you're at that peak, your happiest, your calmest, your most grateful state, what got you there? Was it the book you read? Was it the music that you mm. listened to? You know, was it the podcast? Was it working with your business? Was it a certain person? What was the thing that allowed you to be in your true state? Because I, I don't think any of these lower vibrations in these elevated levels of consciousness and frequencies. So there's things that have supported you in those states. So choose your own little recipe. So for me, music is huge. I love to listen to music that inspires me, that makes me want to move my body, that makes me smile. And it allows me very, very quickly to elevate, right? And um, other people, it might be meditation. Meditation might be the thing that does it for you. Uh, or a visualization with a meditation component, whatever. Reading a book, making a... Everybody loves their morning coffee here. TikTok and Instagram and people's feeds, they're yeah. like, they're loving their coffee. Um, maybe it's your morning coffee. I think what the coffee represents is a moment of stillness. The coffee represents time with yourself, enjoying your coffee and life, but, uh, you know, doing your daily gratitudes, like whatever that is. For me, my morning walk, that does it for me every morning now. If I don't walk, I'm like, you know, I really miss that. And now I seek opportunities to walk in different places. So I'm going to be coming to Malibu and I can't wait to walk on the beach. I'm like, ooh, my morning walk is going to be on the sand with the sunrise. That's <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, it's nice yeah. out there. Put your feet on the sand. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I mean, I think you, I mean, with that being said, I think you, you hit on a lot of points. Music, music gets you through. Motion changes emotion. If the music moves your body, you know, that can help you stay in a consistent vibration. Morning coffee, a moment of stillness, right? You and your coffee, enjoy. Meditation, meditate, calm the nerves, neutralize the body. Uh, walking, intentional walking, grounding, putting your feet in the grass or the sand to let the universe send you energy. Um, I'll add one thing. I would just say being active, working out, running, doing some physical movement. All those things are phenomenal and great, but it's about being consistent. And that's one thing I realized. Yeah. The more consistent you are in those, those habits or those things that you do, the better your life will be and the better you'll feel and you'll start understanding which one works best. Because maybe meditation doesn't work or going to the gym doesn't work. And, or maybe having a high-level conversation with someone you love and care about increases your vibe. So I always yeah. think, I tell people, this is my perspective. This is Kathleen's perspective. What is your perspective? What works for you? What benefits you? Because we're talking from our point of view and how we see it. But I want people to know that you have power to control and to create your kingdom of wealth creation, abundance thinking, uh, gratitude statements, love and joy from your own paradigm. So I think it's important for people to take on responsibility of that from this and from everything else in the world that helps scale your uh, the emotional well-being i think it's important
Yeah, I really love that. And I think the one thing that I've learned with manifestation in this journey is that you can manifest in the way that you desire it and in, in, a, in a path that is resonant with you. You know, I am not somebody that is, um, I went to a Tony Robbins event and he wanted us to be jumping around all the time. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> at the spa right. and you know, I'm getting a good night's sleep. I'm not staying up all night, you know? Uh, I love him and, and, and what he teaches, but just, you know, I do it my way. And I had to say that it's okay to do it my way. You know, it's the way that I love and it's the way that feels good for me. And when you do that, when you stop trying to meet what you think you should do and just do what you feel called to do, it makes such a difference in your manifestation process because you're actually allowing your true identity, your true self to just shine through instead of trying to match something else you see in the world. And so uh, hopefully like you've gotten tonight, us talk a lot about, you know, self-love, about abundance and prosperity, about habits, about consistency, about energy. Um, and I hope that you feel that um, the vibe when we talk about this stuff is so I, and yeah, you know, your energy I and your aura just that. shines through <laughs> when you talk about. Yeah. 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 So is there anything that, you know, of course, everyone on here follow Kathleen on camera and she's amazing. Do you have any courses or any events, anything coming up that people should know about? How can we follow you? How can we learn more about you? We want to tap into your third eye and the, and the vibration of your world and your wealth creation. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Um, so you know what? If you want something right now, go to YouTube. I think that's probably the best place. Kathleen Cameron on YouTube. There's lots of good content there. Um, as for like free events, yeah. we have a free three-day event coming up called Legacy. And that is November... I think 16, 17, 18. And it's really going to be about how to create foundational legacy for the future. So not just but creates a legacy for you, for your kids, for your grandkids going forward. We're going to actually uh, do something completely different this time and talk about something completely different, but I'm super excited for it. And that's in November. So stay tuned. Haven't announced it yet, but it's coming. It's coming. Manifestation coming soon. Kathleen Cameron. So I have one last question before we get out of here. Someone out there that's in a place of lack, that's in a place of survival and trying to make it and trying to figure it out. And they want to live this amazing life and have all the things that they deserve and yearn for. What would be your, what would be your advice and what do you think they should do in that space? When you are feeling a bit hopeless, um, it, it is something that will continue to perpetuate. And so to say to set big goals and to change all these habits today when you're feeling a bit in, uh, in a hopeless place isn't as unrealistic. So I always say that we want to climb the ladder of belief. So let's climb and get you out of hopeless to hopeful. And once you get to hopeful, get you too excited for what's maybe to come, you know? So for me, it's start with gratitude, start to think about what in your life right now is good, though there's things that aren't good and there's things that you don't want and you want it to be different. Displeasure 
opposite of gratitude. You can't be in a state of displeasure and in a state of gratitude. So take the displeasure and find the gratitude. So if you've only got five bucks to your name, be grateful for the $5, you know, and find that. And soon enough, you'll you start to move to that hopeful place. And the other thing too is, um, is the worthiness that you hold about yourself is really, really important. Um, so manage the messages you're listening to and start to tell yourself new ones. I do uh, mirror work where I, I stand in the mirror and I, I say nice things to myself. You know, I've done it with plants and now I do it with myself. There we go. Um, and, and it's really powerful because when you, when you look yourself in the eye and you say these nice things, uh, you know, Louise Hay, when she talked about this in the 80s, like, it still is such a beautiful technique. So maybe try that just to get yourself from hopeless to hopeful. I love that. Well, Kathleen, thank you so much for your time and your intellectual, you know, property and information to better everyone's situation here today. Um, at the topic was the truth about manifestation, wealth creation, and just being an abundant person through in and throughout. So thank you. We appreciate uh -huh. you. And, um, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Eric. I'm going to go and I'm going to watch the last 30 minutes of Bachelor in Paradise okay. that I didn't watch yet. I love it. Well, okay. all right. Talk we'll soon. Have a good one. Be safe. Bye, everybody. Bye. There you have it, people. Another Bigger Talks conversation. This was great. And um, she shared so much wisdom. And I know we had a, a rocky connection, but I want to just, I want to, before I get off here, I want to talk about that for a minute. So maybe rocky, right? And I get it. But this is what happens in life. We have these moments of challenges and adversity and setbacks and hardships. And we just stop and give up because it's not the way we want or it's not fulfilling us in the moment. What I'm here to tell you, as you just saw, her and I, we kept going. So if that's you and you got something that's really bringing you down and taking you out of your true self and, and lessening you from being great, keep going, keep showing up because then that connection will be connected and you'll have a chance and opportunity to really stand in your power and to be authentic and to develop and evolve as a human being. So I just wanted to you to know, keep going, don't quit, and stay connected. Feelings, keep them neutral, regulate those emotions. Thank you. You guys share this and um, go watch it when you can. This will be up on my YouTube and my podcast. Sooner than later. Have a good one. Be safe.